Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The return. We have returned from a hiatus that I threatened would be permanent. Um, it's me, Joe Quazala, your host. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With me back again, the skeptic, the voice of the people, Kristen Studdard. Welcome back, Kristen. Hello. Here I am. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I seemed pretty... Uh, yeah. confident that I did not want to do this anymore. You really did. And then just the other day you said, hey, so there's... <laughs> Had some time on my hands. All right. And these episodes are fun. Mm-hmm. These are our most fun episodes. I say let's just do the fun ones. We, I mean, honestly, we'll see what happens. If when okay. the boring ones, not the boring ones, but the, the boring ones that take work, yeah. when they rear their head, we'll see how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, this is... I think before I get to what we're doing, uh, let, why don't we introduce our guests? I How appropriate... Our first episode back from hiatus, we bring back We're our first, first guest. guest. I was about to say, I, I just realized I was the first guest on Who the show. Who did we talk about? Did we talk about the Beulah? Pixies? The Pixies. <laughs> we talked. About, what did you just say? <laughs> Beulah. Beulah. <laughs> Jesus, that what a deep cut only for Nate. What a yeah. first episode <laughs> that, that would have been. That was only for Nate. That's twenty years we've been friends. But we're 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 bringing back <laughs> Nate Fernald after I want to say two hundred and fifty episodes, something wow. like that. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, welcome back to the pod. I'm sure you've been thinking a lot about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I, since we last honestly, talked to you. I can't believe there's been 250 episodes before I got invited back. Really <laughs> makes me think I tanked my appearance on the first. No, no, one. no. We don't. We don't have a, t- a ton of return guests. We haven't to Los Campesinos yet. <laughs> See again. These are only for Nate. <laughs> this is yeah, I, and I hope someone out there is in, enjoying whatever you're talking about. I am. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, no. This this harkens back to our days. The the real uh, kind of answer to your question is that we pivoted away from having comedian friends to talking to like people who wrote books on artists and like people within the rock and roll hall of fame we kind of once we had access to that we're like these fucking jokers who are our friends can hit the road stick to jokes i mean it's a better idea it's a better podcast (laughs) for sure um also returning you might have heard him talk uh defend foo fighters and weezer Back again, Connor Sullivan. Hey, Connor. Hello, everybody. Um, you know, it's funny. Nate and I became friends because we realized we loved Weezer in the same way. The same weird way. The same pathetic, <laughs> very pathetic way yeah. of downloading all the demos that Rivers used to post. And We'd talk about Rivers the way that, like like deep Trump people talk about Trump words like no no this is all part of his plan no, no, no. No, he, he's, he's, he knows these songs are bad this is he's getting this right, stuff. He knows, he's like, setting the, it up he's doing the autumn cycle in a in a bad way so the winter cycle will be good on the seasons EPs you'll see yeah you'll see wow. it's all leading all right. to something big a lot of deep cuts on I'm this one I already did already regretting un- it I did unfortunately <laughs> set up this friendship in a hot tub wow <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the reason yeah. they're friends I was about to say I'm 
I'm sad I wasn't on the Weezer episode with Connor, but I bet you know who's not sad? Uh, you guys and everyone who listens. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, being able to get a word was, in edgewise. It was two men falling in love in a hot tub <laughs> while our girlfriends listen to boring talk about the band Super Drag. Yep. <laughs> and okay. uh, the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. And yeah, now let's put a, a stop Back to that. What? <laughs> Why? Uh, also, uh, p- uh, occasionally on the mic, Woo! because he's here helping us out record for a big group record, uh, is director, collaborator of mine on I've Pimped My Album uh, that I put out. Daniel was a major part of that. Daniel Clark, welcome back. Hello. It's great to be back. Finally. Uh, Daniel, you are reluctant as a guest, but uh, (laughs) I I like that you're here and you have a mic. If you want to chime in, because chiming in is the name of the game here. The name of the game is chiming in? The name of the game. not the name of the game. (laughs) The name of the game is chiming in. The name of the game is bing bong. That's not the name of the game. See, you're you're screwing it up, acting right. like you know the. There's no name to this game except ones except that are copyright. Right, that, name that artist. Uh, all right, here's what it is, guys. We are beginning anew, a new cycle of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The ballot will come out relatively soon, and before the ballot comes out, one thing we like to do is review a comprehensive, although not complete, list of artists who become eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, which means they put out a record, their first release, could be an album, could be a single, could be an EP, could be an appearance on a compilation 25 years ago. Now, they surprised us last year by including two years into the eligible class the newly eligible class it was a pandemic thing the calendar had shifted it became 26 years they decided to just envelop another year in so we thought it was just 97 becoming eligible last year but in fact it was also 98 now we didn't do an episode for the artists that put out their first releases in 98 and so that is what we're going to be doing today i am going to be playing in order from what I have determined to be least likely to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to most likely. And I will be playing what I think is their most recognizable song from the beginning of that song. And the song will not necessarily be from 1998. Most likely it won't be, but some will. Um, Again, their most recognizable. I apologize to Kristen for not picking the song that was what her ex-boyfriend showed her in 2003. Uh, that is... That's how I know a lot of the songs that wind up on... Often Kristen on will, when we do this exercise, Kristen will be like, that song's not the most... In- Tub thumping isn't the most important Jumbo Wumba song. That's not what I say. He goes by what's, I've, the, what's I've, the number one I've Spotify actually said thing. that statement, just like, for real. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so for example, last year I started at All Saints and ended at Missy Elliott. And Missy Elliott did get in that year. Um, how do I determine this list? It is imprecise. It is a difficult thing to do, especially on the lower levels when people are never going to get in the Rock Hall. But it's not dissimilar to what we do on the show. Credibility, commercial success, critical appeal... If they had more than one song, for example, or if, you know, they've had longevity as a band, sometimes it is difficult to be like, okay, well, this band continues, uh, but no one really knows who they are, but this song from this other band was popular, but then they're a joke. It's hard. It'll be fun. So I will be, when I hit the song and you want to chime in, 
Uh, over the years, we have oh, a, a few different ways of chiming in. Nate, you probably don't remember, you coined Bing Bong. Oh wow! As a way, as a way to chime well, yeah, in, we used to just play a game, a game at, at the, the end, end of our regular episodes. Play, like, yeah, a name that tune style game. Bing Bong had uh, evolved into Bingo, into Boingo, into Goingo. I do like Goingo. Uh, so any of those are on the table when you want to chime in. Do we each want to pick one? I want to say Boingo Hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that is everything. I determine worthiness not necessarily based on like merit it's often what the i think the hall would do mm. so if people have shown up at hall ceremonies before that gives them a little bit more weight um yeah so this is 98 this i think 99 99 so that's the thing Na- they included 98 in last year with 97 so we didn't this is we're making up, up that okay, year we're catching up I yes see. are we also going to do a 99 we will do episode? we will do 99 with new guests next week wow Ooh. So we're getting we're getting double the fun on this. Boy. Are we are we ready? Connor's nervous. Tension's All right. High. Not, not good at games, so we'll see how this goes. It's You're always this year. You will be good at this. I'm not yeah. good at popular music. <laughs> um, Let's give us notes. If there's Beulah songs in here, <laughs> I'll get them. It's always fun to try and pick who I think is at the complete bottom of the list each year, and so let's just go ahead. Roll another blunt. Oh, um, uh, uh, Bing Bong Boingo, Afro Man. That is Afro Man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that, uh, is, that is the song, Because I Got High. <laughs> I, I thought Afro Man was part of her. Oh, you were using Afro Man <laughs> as a way to chime Bing in. Bing Bong Boingo, Afro Man. I forgot there <laughs> were is. actual instruments in that, so I thought it was all like acapella. Right, yeah. Uh, no, there's there at, you, as you can tell, there's a little bit of bass. Um, yeah, Because I Got High from 2001. But his first release was from 1998. What was it called? His debut album, My Philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I wanted it to be. Didn't Afro Man went viral again in 2020 because he made a song about the cops breaking into his house. He has video of the cops breaking into his house and like just ransacking it, scaring his kids, uh, and like finding essentially nothing. Do you uh, think that is what inspired him to run for president in 2024? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Say what? Yes, Afroman is running for president. I want to make that clear. Wow. Playing this is, uh, we will have to give equal airtime <laughs> to uh, Nikki Haley and uh, everyone else running. But yeah. Is he running as a Republican? Is there like for president or fro president? Fro, fro president. <laughs> Thank Does, you for the clarification. Do all, of, do all of his albums have like fro puns in them i you know what i have no uh, interest in looking that up but i think <laughs> it's running fro the people <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll do another episode i'll come back yes yeah, so with fro afro man <laughs> yeah okay next up sounds so familiar yeah i mean this sounds like every yeah, it sounds like the beginning of american football and, I, and it is. And it is. I'm going to let you. Wow, gonna, okay. Even though you didn't ring in technically. <laughs> oh, oh, because oh, I was like, wait, American football wouldn't be on this. But they're on it? So America, that was never meant from their uh, 1999 debut yeah. self-titled album. But uh, that album was preceded in 1998 by a self-titled EP. Mm-hmm. Every like Midwest emo song from that era yeah, has I that like, like, tune-up, like, okay, okay, we're going, and then that. Yeah, like, I considered oh, cutting out the bullshit, but I was like, no, you no, gotta leave it you in. Need it. You I, knew, leave I it recognized in. that the bullshit, but I was like, that won't be... 
So is this just the year 1990, or is this that this was is, this so is stuff that's being actually considered am, for the Hall of Fame? I mean, this is it stuff where it's across the board. Okay. They are technically eligible because their first release was 1998. Okay, I and see. so since we're starting at the bottom of a 28 name list. Uh, we are going to start with names like Afro Man and American Football. Okay. They won't all never... start with A, though. Just no, this is not alphabetical. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it's so far. It is. We start kind of funny, okay, uh, and impossible. Nothing is funnier than the band American Football. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we slowly make our way to uh, maybe, and then like oh that could, and then like probably, and like maybe in a few years, and towards like oh yeah probably like maybe even this year got it i could see in like when we become the age of boomers american football making a run yeah just in terms of like importance to a genre by the but... way did you know that there is a chinese band who is influenced by american football and their name can you guess their name is it chinese football chinese thank football. god oh, wow. <laughs> wow exceptional stuff yeah um all right here is the next one Once again. Why am I going to be so mad when I don't get this? I mean, this sounds like something I would definitely have listened to. We'll, we'll make it up until words are sung. Which might take a second. It's going to take a little while. <laughs> but let me let me hear what you guys are, what you're thinking. I mean, it's... Bing bong. Nate, is that what do you think? Is that Silver Sun Pickups? It is not Silver okay. Sun Pickups. They were last year. Was that last I don't, year I don't, Pickups? I don't remember. I think that was one we were like, listened to for a long time. Can you give um, a it, hint? It sounds like something I should know. Yeah, yeah this, this is so why I'm house. losing. Yeah. But this is the most popular song of this band? As far as I can tell, sometimes when I don't oh. know a band, I do my best. Oh, so this <laughs> might be like a song that charted on TikTok. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I I try to not just do Spotify. I look at I look at YouTube. I also look at like if there's a discography on Wikipedia to see like singles released. But uh, I can. We can call it a wash, but just for fun, I'll tell you what the name of the song is. Please. It's called Another Morning Stoner. Does not help. Yeah. It's, it's not like one of the deer bands, right? No. One thing okay. I will say is technically we still are going alphabetically after Afro Man and American Football. So this is a B band, this band? No, not even. It's still an A? Yeah. Alanis Morris. <laughs> uh, um, like it is. it would be right next. It would be the next thing alphabetically. To, I guess technically it starts with a dot dot dot. And you will know us by the trail of the oh, dead. Oh. Okay. And you will know us by the trail of the dead. That's one of those I bands that like album. cooler music heads yeah. knew that I was too okay. like nerdy to get into. I have that CD and I got it around the time it came out, but I was like, I didn't get it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I'll get this when I'm older, and I've never, and I like forgot that I it's in my collection so like I'll I'll go see if I get it now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, it might be yeah, time. Yeah, I feel similarly. Yes. I don't have that on CD, but that was one where I would always be like, "Huh, this seems like a band I should like," yeah. right? I definitely lied to a punk girl saying I liked mm -hmm. that band. Is the is that the album Source Tags and Codes or is that That song is from 2002. Uh but their first release was a self-titled debut. 
album okay. from 1998. Wow. I'm, I'm glad we all failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's kind of why I put them towards the yeah. bottom because it's like, I've heard of them and I, I've, I've heard of people liking them, but I don't, I mean, you yeah. know. Yeah, you've seen the band shirt more than you've heard the song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Shall we cleanse the palate yes, with, with a new one? Bing bong. That is orgy. Very good, Connor. Wow. That cover is... of, I'm surprised you didn't pick Stitches. Yeah. Actual would, single from that, that I had a feeling you might say something ludicrous <laughs> like that. Um, or Dreams in Digital, their follow-up. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, Next. That, the orgy cats. <laughs> the orgy covered Blue Monday. Uh, and that is actually from 1998, their debut album. Oh, wow. Do you remember the debut album's name? It's funny. No. Sounds like something The Rock would say. Candy ass. Do you know what the oh, orgy is? Oh man! Oh, I remember seeing that on TRL, like the on the. Oh yeah, they probably the had to bleep it candy out. Candy like, ass. Candy dot dot dot. Candy yeah. dot dot dot. Or or, Astros, yeah. 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 So Astros. that's wow. the band Astros. orgy. We love them. So we're, yeah. All right. Wow, you couldn't say ass on you couldn't you you couldn't show the word ass on no. MTV. Mm-mm. You could say bum bum. You could show. You sure ass. Could <laughs> you famously say bum bum as Tom Green taught us. All right, you ready? Yes, I think. Bing bong, that is Hoobastank. Very good, Connor. That oh, is... This is his time to shine. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once, once we're getting to the like embarrassing sounding bands that had one hit. Orgy to Hoobastank. Yeah. The, the pipeline is real. Um, oh that, is, that is the song, Wait, The is, Reason. Is the band called Bustank, but Connor's playing Jeopardy rules? Yeah. <laughs> In the form of a question. Hoobastank? Hoobastank? Hoobastank. Hoobastank. The Reason. From 2003, I, uh, I loved the first Ubastank song. Uh, I think it was called "Crawling in the Dark." That was so. All my wait, friends. Wait, isn't their song "And the Reason Is You"? Is yeah, that, that was like that's their big. Their big song. The reason. That's is what that I just what played. that song? That was from like. Oh, I'm sorry. I only heard two notes from <laughs> it before. <laughs> so all my friends were into like, like Limp Bizkit and Corn, and I was into like Blink 182 and MXPX and Weezer, and Ubastank is where we were. We're all <laughs> yeah. like. It's, all right, we can put this one on and we'll all be okay. It's the two jacked arms locking <laughs> yeah. in the middle. Um, their first album is from 98, uh, and it's called, I mean, like, w- w- do you have any idea what that no, album's no, called? It's called, oh. it's pretty funny. It's, is there, it's is a full sentence. Infinity or something? It's, a, it? it's a full, stupid sentence. Yeah. And it's called... The second you say it, I'm going to know it. They sure don't make basketball shorts like they used to. No, I guess they did not. <laughs> it's it's not really called yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It would be such a strange thing for me to make up <laughs> at this juncture. Like, that's like I a just... Sandler sketch album name yeah. or something. And I, and I think also it was like maybe... So it was before they had like a, a label deal. It was like right. a, a smaller release. But yeah. Who but yeah, stank? That label would not let that fly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they said Hooba Stank. Yes. Yeah, like, parent yeah. company. You're owns lucky Umbro. we're going to let you be called Hooba Stank. Hooba <laughs> <laughs> Stank is a real name. Wow. Oh, boy. Okay. They'll, get, they'll get in. They recently Goodness. went TikTok viral. And who? Hooba Stank. Why would you say Bastank? And there's a video where, like, the the daughter of the singer just could not have given less of a shit about his band, and then when he went TikTok viral, like she finally respected her father. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's nice for that guy. Yeah. All right, Mister Bustank. Mister Bustank. <laughs> who Bustank? All right, here we go. Bing bong. What do you got, Kristen? That who, who is, is that? Well, is that Wyclef solo? No, it oh, is not. Uh, Anyone else want to chime in after Kristen whiffed it? Uh, I mean, it's Old Dirty Bastard. No. It's Maya. No, you keep missing the main artist. Oh, wait, keep uh, play it again. You want more? Yeah, you got it. 
Oh, no, I was right. <laughs> oh, Bing Bong. Who is it, Connor? Is it Pros? It is Pros. Yeah. Oh, God. Pros well. I forgot that's, about Pros. And that's, Pros. of course, from the Bullworth soundboard. I know the Bullworth. Yeah, I know you named everybody on that track. <laughs> I was like, is it Wyclef I mean, both? Wyclef is not, but uh, yeah, that's featuring ODB and Maya... Get a superstar. Is which Pros was the other guy from the Fugees? Yes, then? he is. Okay. Yeah. He is the okay. third guy, definitively third guy from the Fugees. There's God. never been a more third guy. That song <laughs> is such a banger. It's though. great, uh, and that is from 1998. Uh, Get a superstar is both the it's the title of his debut album, but as Connor said, that song also appears on the Bullworth the Bullworth soundtrack. soundtrack, and they're all that video is like a Bullworth commercial. As is, as is they Warren were Beatty, at the did time. Warren Beatty film new material for the video is it oh, that's a good question Ooh. i would imagine no yeah but I'm willing to bet connor's the first person to say the phrase bullworth soundtrack in <laughs> an incredibly long time <laughs> uh, I, like, but you forget that he talks to me <laughs> yeah. we, we we talk a lot about warren Beatty's insane 25 years all right um great song kind of his only song and like if he were to get in it would be with the fujis did so. he make any other albums i'm sure he did oh, okay but you that, know, like if this was his not first our concern. All right, let's go. This also sounds like a, this sounds like an. It's getting is louder. Like, is this like a Bing Bong? Is What's this up, like Kristen? chick, chick, chick? No. Okay. Did you have a, a guess, Daniel? No, I said, is it getting louder? Cause oh, it just I see. Kept going. <laughs> it's right That's in an abrasive guitar. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not chick, chick, chick? No, okay. it's not. Keep going. Last year, I, I deducted points for bad guesses, but I just oh. don't think I'm going to do that this year, just because it's annoying. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a bad guess. Well, I mean, wrong guesses, oh. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for the wow. clarification. Thank you. Thanks, Connor. Um, I, I mean, like, it's it's in that it's in that era. Do you guys want more? Yes. I want more. Yes. Okay. All right. I want to hear some Sorry. vocals. Oh, um, it's good that the kind of like, uh, um, um, bing bong. You already guessed. <laughs> Better guess. We're not getting it yet. I'm gonna stop it there because it's gonna be repetitive. But you, you got, you got the taste. If you guys are tapping out, I'll let, I'll it's let Kristen like, guess. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna name some bands that are kind of like from that kind of electro clash okay. era. Sure. You will be receiving no points for That's this fine. <laughs> litany of. <laughs> well, no, I'm just like it's not. Uh, um, uh, Death from above. No. Um, is it? Wait, 1979. 1972. <laughs> <laughs> Death from above what? Uh, no, no, 1982. Uh, Could you give us the title of the song? Sure, it's called Echoes. Oh, oh yeah. It's not. Do you know? Foles. The Rapture. It is the Rapture. Oh. There you go. It is I, the Rapture. I, I like, okay, I, the rapture I thought time. it was a Rapture, but in like but again, I in my head they're like 2002. The, so yeah, yeah, that's the thing is a lot of these yeah. songs are going to be from the 2000s when the artist's original first release was 98. But so oh, I, I forgot to say Bing, but I keep forgetting to say Bing. Yeah. It's okay. I will. I will give it to you. Okay. There you go. Um, yes. Yes. Wow. So yeah, that song is called Echoes. It is from 2003, uh, and so this is all a moment where we can 
calibrate like these songs might be from the 2000s and you might know these bands from the 2000s okay. but they may have had a uh, a little bit Was of an on ramp 2003 song you said yes yeah. uh, and it's from their debut album of the same name uh, but the first single is from 1998 and it's called the chair that squeaks <laughs> Why they do? You just that. get away with it. I'm just like to me the the quintessential rapture song is House of Jealousy. Yeah, I would agree. Like that might that, that feels that, like a TikTok like the, as well. Yeah, that's like the only one that I would yeah. uh, would have known. Fair enough. Nate knew echoes. I knew echoes. He knew echoes. <laughs> so it seems like we're split. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I would I wouldn't I wouldn't ever heard House of Jealousy. House not, of Jealous Lovers. Yeah, House of Jealous. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Yeah. House so of Jello lovers. Yeah. House of Jello lovers. <laughs> mm. Uh oh. Oh boy. All right. Thanks. All right. Here we go. We can talk about Jello, and it doesn't have to mean Cosby. <laughs> Come on. That's where you're wrong. All right. Separate the product from the arts. <laughs> Bing bong. Who is it? That is um uh uh they are the Scottish band. Uh they are it shouldn't be allowed. Can't say it. Oh <laughs> shouldn't my be gosh. allowed. I'm Scottish so sorry. Bands. Uh um uh camera obscura. Yes, very Thank good. You. Oh wow. That is camera obscura. Uh oh, you got that quick. And that song, I it's love that song. Yeah. French Navy from two thousand nine, but their first release in nineteen ninety eight was a single called Park and Ride. Camera Obscura. We're kind of in that, like, bands that had had some cred, but I don't know exactly what they're doing anymore, but yeah, people like uh, them. And... They're, they're, they've gotten back together. Okay. Oh. They broke up a while ago, but they are back together. They are doing some festivals this year. Nice. And they put out a couple B-sides last year that were good. Yeah, they're, they're back on Merge Records, supposedly, oh. for a new album. And then the singer put out a... Two of the members put out an album called Tracy Ann and Danny a few years ago. So you knew a lot about the band, and yet... Did. Oh, the second you said... Um, <laughs> he was talking about Jello when he pressed the point. <laughs> he hadn't gotten out of the Jello mindset. When you said, when you said Scottish, I was going to shout it out, but I was like... Let her... Still she did start. technically ring Sorry. in. Sorry. Um, all right. Uh, that's another point for Kristen. Got to make sure I mark that down. And the next song <clears throat> is... Bing Bong! Phantom Planet. Phantom Planet. Uh, Connor, Connor did have Connor, it by accident. I also know the name Connor of the 98 album it, was yeah. Phantom Planet is Missing. That's correct. And they That's had correct. a guest appearance on Sabrina the Teenage Witch where they played So I Fall Again. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, what, when is uh, when is California from though? That's from the guest 2002. That's, that yep. was their follow up album. Uh, their and, second uh, I know about this band too. <laughs> <laughs> also, didn't you guys both see yeah, them together we yeah, recently? Twice. <laughs> we saw Ben Queller uh, at uh, the Terragram, and Ben Queller invited out Alex Greenwald and Jason Schwartzman, who had not played with the band for 20 years, mm-hmm. and, you and they could played tell. California, no, and it was. Unbelievable. It yep. was such a crazy experience. Yeah, it was wild. And then we saw them do like a reunion show at the Lodge Room. Oh, that's right. A few years ago. They did not I play a lot of songs. Yeah, oh, you were there. You were there. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you guys were so lucky. And, and you know who else was there? A young man by the name of Jake Gyllenhaal was at the yes, bar. He was in the oh, back. Wow. We did yeah. spot old Jakey G. Uh, I, I think Phantom Planet's very good. Yeah, it, I agree. Yeah, they have yeah. people who love them. Uh, but you know, it's also like probably just a hair above uh, yeah, camera they, I don't think they would <laughs> they would ever make it. No. They don't have <clears throat> enough of a discography. Well, they also they're one of those bands that after they had their big like pop hit of that that whole album that was like a very 
commercially successful album and then they're like no 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 We're that's dark. not what we sound like we are a dark band and mm. they recorded probably their best album yeah, next that, after it self-titled right. sick but, yeah. but, but hold on hold on <laughs> it was produced by Dave Friedman who's often known for giving a dark uh, distorted drum sound okay yeah explain that <laughs> yeah. Brad T. Vert an album called Pinkerton <laughs> interesting yep, anyway alright uh, shout out to listener Adam uh, Levin who's the person who got me into that show alright I thought he was going to shout out to the listener Adam who stopped Levy. me <laughs> shout out to all the listeners who are still with us uh, I don't know how you're doing it alright you guys ready yeah yep. Bing bong that was Kristen New Radicals it was the New Radicals it was very close though I know Kyle Connor could get it as fast as anyone, well, but not quite as fast. Nate and I could talk about how uh, Rivers used to cover Greg Alexander's songs yeah. before New Radical. So that song is for uh, people who who didn't recognize it in a, in a half of a second. Uh, you you get what you give from 1998. From do you guys know the name of the album? Oh, oh something Jesus. is free. Nope. Oh. Was it self-titled? No. No, it's it's another one it's of those sentence. very long titles. It's a sentence. Um, no. Maybe you've been brainwashed too. Oh. Oh. Huh? There right. you go. Nice. Perfect. Uh, gave gave them a baby. You know, they're a That's actually from He doesn't know shit about me. He doesn't know me at all. <laughs> I gave them a little bit of an edge because of the uh kind of credibility of the art of the artists in New Radicals like yeah. Greg Alexander, you know, who He's he's written a lot wrote, of pop hits. Yes, and, some, and Danielle yeah. Uh, Breeze Boys, Breeze Bois, Breeze Bois. She was is that on it? Archie Bunker's place. She was uh, Golden Globe nominated as an actor, but then uh, the two of them were Academy Award nominated for writing songs from Begin Again. Yes, they they wrote uh, all the songs from John Carney's Begin Again, and I think they might have written a couple for uh, his latest movie, mm-hmm. Florence. Son, so I'm they've got sure. some cred, but like as a band, it's no. like you know. He, he very, yeah. like, decidedly was like, this is not a band anymore. But they yeah. are, like, definitively 1998. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you look yeah, at that, that a, bucket hat, it. you're like, that's yes. And that song continues to be uh, very known that and popular. rocks, and it's Oops, so sorry. fun to Hold do at karaoke. Oh. Sorry. Um, I, I, I hit it if anybody wants to uh, chime I mean, in. I, I don't want to use my one and only guess, but I, I have I have a uh, feeling. We'll, we'll do it. Try. Do it. No. Do it. I heard like one second of it, but is it the Indigo Girls? No, it's not. But I, I, I won't hold it against you. Right. Um, sorry if we weren't done talking about no, the no, new no, radicals, no, but I, I think uh, yeah, I, I accidentally hit, planet, hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that's a great song to do at karaoke. Yes, it's a it's a karaoke stable for sure. All right. Bing bong. Oh, Daniel Bare Naked Ladies. Did you say what? what? Bare Naked Ladies? You think that, that's what oh, I no, play no. for Bare Naked bing Ladies? Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Go ahead, Kristen. Is it um, Old Crow Medicine Show? It is Old Crow Ooh. Medicine Show. That's what I meant. <laughs> Phantom Planet would get in before Old I Crow Medicine Show. Here's the thing. I didn't mean to get in your face. I really got animated because I was like, I think that I feel like this is Rock Me Mama. Wagon like Wheel. Like a wagon, wagon wheel. wheel. Yes. Okay. The reason I'm putting them so high is that that song is such a juggernaut across like generations and it uh it is also they are in terms of like bluegrass bands they are like the most famous bluegrass band sure, yeah. they're like consistently at number one on the bluegrass charts i know it's a small pond but also wagon wheel just it seems like a one of those songs that just like kind of skyrocketed out of nowhere it's based that on a bob, the bob dylan sample but they took it finished the lyrics like it was a bob dylan not sample but yeah. like outtake it was okay. like an unfinished song a demo um and that song's from 2004 but their first album is from 1998 and it's called transmission wow 
OCMS. I'm sorry for Old my guess. Medicine show. It's okay. Sorry for getting mad at you, but obviously it was Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. You know what song it, you I know did. What? It sounds a little bit like the, it sounds like I had a million song. dollars. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, and I forget the rules as I'm. <laughs> it's okay. Listening. In the heat of the moment, we all get a little we get a little crazy. All right. This next uh, one is kind of soft, but the speaker's been pretty loud, so I think we'll be okay. Oh, uh, Bing Bong. What Bonnie Prince Billy? It is Bonnie Prince Billy. Wow. That is the song, uh, I See a Darkness, uh, from his first album under that name. He's recorded under different names. I guess I don't really technically... Palace Music, Palace Will Brothers, yeah. Will Oldham. Um, but, Will yeah. Oldham. Uh, yeah, he, uh, that, that song is from 99, but uh, first time he was credited as Bonnie Prince Billy was for a 1998 EP called Blue Lotus Feet. Bonnie Prince Billy is one of those guys that like a bunch of people have been like, he's the greatest artist of all time. And I'm like, okay, I'll take your word right. for it. <laughs> We're just like, he was on wonder shows in once. That's all we know. Um, and so I don't exactly know where to put him in the pecking order just cause it seems like the, he's put out a lot of great music over a long period of time. Uh, he has almost no name recognition with the general public, but among people who really like music, he is considered to be like top tier. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, cult cult musician. Absolutely, and so that is a point for Nate. I would say it's it's getting pretty. Uh, Kristen at four, Nate at three, Connor at four. We got a game going. Wow. Uh, and you know why don't we at this moment when it's tense and it's anyone's game? Why don't we take a little bit of a break and we will be right back. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break you uh, adjusted. Advocated for your needs and adjusted accordingly. Perfect. Well said. Thank you. All right. As I said, it's anybody's game. Maybe not Daniel's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kristen at four, Nate at three, Connor at four. And uh, let's uh, let's keep on going with the next one. Bing bong. What do you got, Connor? Is that Rufus Wainwright? That is Rufus Covering Wainwright. Covering Hallelujah from the Covering Shrek soundtrack. From the Shrek soundtrack, yes. <laughs> Boy. That is absolutely what it is. God, it's not fair to go up against Connor when there's Shrek-related stuff <laughs> in this. <laughs> um, I had to buy the... Uh, the there were... You know, new eel songs on those albums. I had oh to buy. boy! Now uh, that is on the Shrek soundtrack, but that's not the version that's in Shrek. Did you know that? Right, isn't John it? Cale's it's version. John Cale's version is in the movie, in the movie yeah. but they couldn't clear it for the soundtrack, Fair so they got right. Rufus Wainwright to do uh, a cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. That's from 2001, but Rufus's debut self-titled album was in 1998. Yeah, I remember. I had that one. I mean, cigarettes one, and chocolate and milk. That, yeah, I, I felt like so. that was his big song when I was. He had a song in the Big Daddy. Two thousand or something. My, like intro. Yeah, he seems like somebody who uh, has cult favorite, but has yeah. n- has some mm-hmm. s- serious name recognition. Yeah, well, the musical family, loud, loud, and yeah. uh, his like the roaches, all the like they're yeah. all intertwined. And his sister is uh, Lucy somebody, Wainwright. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And so yeah, and he he's like some. I mean, we were watching an old uh, MTV New Year's thing, and I feel like he he popped up. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, and so yeah. it's just like he's somebody that seems like the industry likes him, and you know he's continues to put out sure. music. Yeah, There's he, a- he he just had a song with. Carly Rae Jepsen. That's right. He came out and uh, played it with her at the Hollywood Bowl show, like what two years ago, something yep. like that. He, he had like grown a beard a little while ago, and in my opinion, he kind of looked like Rain Wilson, but like a, like a, uh. like a hot Rain Wilson. Okay. And I tweeted the picture and said, more like Rufus Wayne Wilson. <laughs> 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 and it might have been my least successful tweet. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you it getting out there now, letting it. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, if you like that, yeah. <laughs> Twitter.com/slash Nate Fernald and uh, give it an RT. Yeah, let's bring that. Let's bring that tweet back from the dead. <laughs> let's go. Why not? Woo. All right. Next up, uh, Bing Bong. We that is, uh, I was a teenage anarchist by Against Me. Very good. Uh, that is Against Me. Yeah. Um, rule. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they did have a demo in 1997. I don't think demos count for this and for the hall, from what I understand. Uh, but their first release was 1998. Two songs on a compilation album from Crass Hole Records. I don't know oh if you guys boy. know Crass Hole. Uh, and no. I'm sitting next to one. Whoa! Hey, two. They're both from Massachusetts. That compilation album is uh, called We're Here to Ruin Your Fun. But yeah, that was I was a teenage anarchist from Against Me. Against Me is even going anymore. No. It's Laura's just solo. But is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. What do you think? Right above Rufus Wainwright? Seems uh, about right. I, I mean, I think Against Me has a little more clout. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know. You don't know? I'd say Against Me more cred, Rufus Wainwright more clout. Oh, right. Mm. That's, that makes more sense. Interesting, interesting. All right, let's go to the next one, shall we? Bing bong. Bing bong. That was Connor. Uh, Evanescence. That's oh, Evanescence. Wow. <laughs> and what is that song called, Connor? Uh, that is Bring, Bring Me to Life. To life. Bring Me uh, to Bring Life. Me I would have got it when they said Wake Me Up Inside. <laughs> 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 you guys were too quick. Uh, and that is from, do you know what year that's from, Connor? Uh, I believe it's 
I know it's in the movie Daredevil, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, so I'm going to guess 02. It's 03. 03, okay. Uh, but they did surprisingly have a self-titled EP in 1998. Wow. Evanescence. <laughs> Someone, uh, a band that's like kind of a joke, but also they were very, very popular. They continue to be popular, I think, in some circles. Did they have other songs? They had My Immortal was the second single. They had songs that like charted. That's clearly the legacy hit. For them, I was surprised at how many like monthly listeners they have on Spotify, um, and they also seem like a band that the industry really wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they may have won Best New Artist, like or at least they were nominated for it. Uh, they seemed poised, but then the potential didn't really uh, come that, through. That song was inescapable. For yeah, me. that's a great chorus, yeah. though. Yeah, you like when the guy goes, can't wake up, right? You're like, I, I love when a man, I lo- a man raps over a woman. <laughs> He's singing, yeah. Not even rapping, but just, just like, kind of like a little, little pushy. Kind of raps in the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I don't, maybe I don't think I've ever listened to the full song ever. Did anyone, th- this is, this might even be too obscure for Connor. Did anyone know a band called Headboard around the same time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. They were like, they were like. Sorry if I didn't include them. Evanescence for the Weezer kids. Oh Whoa. my God, I need to go uh, home and will, listen right away. Headboard. Yeah, it is like, it's like uh, choruses with just like a very great female singer and then verses with just this this guy like sort of whisper rapping in the style of <laughs> yep. can't wake Sounds up. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a whole <laughs> subgenre. It's like a like like the a few more power chords than, <laughs> than Evanescence. All right, ready for the next one? Yes. Oh, ben, 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 come on. That was Nate. Uh, metric. metric. That is metric. metric. Yeah, that was when we all. That was, that was, that was definitively that was a Nate. triple. I, it, the, metric rules. My problem yeah. is it's taking me too yeah. long to think of the phrase bing bong. And I'm like, <laughs> um, 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 fuck, 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 bing bong. You invented bing bong. I, I know. You can also say whatever you want. Okay, I don't you want know. you to feel shackled. Okay, if I say, by um, 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 I will, that's me I will, trying to say bing bong. That can be your bing bong. The band is metric. If and that song? That song is Help, I'm Alive. Yes. Off of their, I believe, fourth. Album? It's not a fantasy. You guys, fantasies? can you guess what year? Fantasies. That's, that would have been oh nine. That was seven. Oh wait, oh. eight. Split the difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they had their first release ten years before that, with a release an EP called the Mainstream EP. Yep. I mean, Mainstream. I feel like if you listen to all rock radio, and I'm sure not a lot of people do anymore, metric is all over it. I think they should be so much bigger yeah like, that they, they are a band, band that i can't they're they have so many great songs mm-hmm. but they are they just were i mean just didn't like they fully connect in the way they broke through a band rhyme is just like why haven't they put out a greatest hits yet i feel like that's a yes, band that needs a, they would have like mm-hmm. unbelievable greatest granted hits. no one buys ta- albums yeah. Yeah. Talks about probably yeah. but they had that song on the scott pilgrim soundtrack mm-hmm. that's, that's, yes that's, i feel like that's what their song legacy, is that um black sheep Oh, Lee yeah. Larson sings it. Yeah, it's a great song, but they're so much bigger and better than like just being the band. There from are Scott so Bowman. yeah, I, yeah. there are so yes. many songs of this. I would, I would put Combat Baby. As Combat oh, Baby yeah. is Combat my Baby favorite. Uh, I put them just above Evanescence. <laughs> okay, it's like a good band yeah. that has like a, a long and, so and good, good career, yeah. but it's like, did they ever? Speaking of mainstream, really like break through. Great songs last mm-hmm. year. 
too. What? A song called Just the Once that's yeah, so there's good. Some, yeah, and you know, their I album... gotta give it up to both of you because you guys will follow a band. Oh, yeah. I, that's our curse. If I, I ever not. liked a band at any point in my life, I will at the very least listen to everything they put yes. out uh, once same here, for the rest 100%. of their life. <laughs> I've only thrown away like, like three bands in the course yeah. of 30 years. Incredible. Like, I owe them this at least. I had a feeling you guys would be would be good for this particular yeah. one, and I, I think it's it's coming true. All right, shall we? Yes. Cool. Oh. Bing bong. The Ghostbusters theme song. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bing bong. What is it? Is it Power Man 5000? No. Oh, it was last year. Oh, oh that's a good guess. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else want to chime in before we get back into it? in the Power Man 5000 wheelhouse? Oh. Okay. Uh, can uh, you play a little more? I think... Bing bong. What is it, Connor? Is that Rob Zombie? That is Rob Zombie. Oh, I was going to say Rob Zombie, but I was like... And that's, and it's in the wheelhouse because they're brothers. Because <laughs> like, I knew White Zombie was before 1998. Yes. I was like, but I was like, but... It, when did he go that, solo? And it, it was... That was put in 98. But and that, and that song that is 98. That is Dragula. Oh, and then from his, from his, uh, his first solo album, 1998's... Hell, Billy Deluxe. <laughs> Isn't that his only solo album? Like he stopped making music. I mean, that I don't. I don't think that's true. Well, I think he definitely had some more releases after that. His brother is the guy from that. Power Man Five Thousand, though. That's real. James Zombie. <laughs> Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy Zombie. Fun fact: the bassist from White Zombie was at my half-hour taping. Oh wow! Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan or? Uh, old friends with my manager and lives in New Orleans, where we taped it. Nice. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm putting Rob Zombie. I guess I mean we're that that's at slot twelve, just because like he's a huge name. Yeah, yeah. has a, a lot of name recognition across a lot of people. He inducted Alice Cooper. He's just like somebody who is around and uh, famous. He's like an know? acceptable hard rock guy mm-hmm. for the rock hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it does just come down to like. Who has name recognition? Right. Who, like, is your mom familiar with, you know? <laughs> I would say Rob Zombie, for sure. All right. And now let's go to number 11. This one might be hard, but I maybe I'm underestimating you guys, so. Oh. I'm going to know this one, and you just have to give me a second unless Connor just gets it. Oh, uh, um, uh, Are you officially buzzing in? Bong. All right, what do you got, Manu Kristen? Manu Chow. It is Manu Chow. Wow. Very wow. good. Very impressive. Um, and I put Manu Chow at the 11 slot because he's uh, worldwide so famous and uh, has had two albums on, like, Rolling Stone's 500 uh. Um, that song, we didn't get to the chorus, but it is called Me Gustas 2. Me Gustas 2. Me Gusta Marijuana, Me Gustas 2. He says that. Uh, Controversial. First, his says. first album from 1998 is uh, Clandestino. And it was, uh, that's one of the albums that was on Rolling Stones 500. So, like, there's there's critical acclaim there. and But, you know, in, in America, I don't know that he was ever played on the radio or anything like that but it would be really funny if he had one of those like long sentence like whatever happened to tie-dye underpants (laughs) it's like that song just like you get that that song gets like added to your napster or whatever if you go to college in the aughts yeah once you get in the dorm it automatically uploads it just uploads to your winamp player hell yeah okay Um, I, i just have to tell this 
this this quick Winamp story. <laughs> <laughs> you have full permission to edit it from the podcast. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. But me and a friend of mine a while ago were talking about Winamp skins. Oh, know, sure. And yes. I had a favorite. We're just joking about like like uh, there's probably a Winamp skin for anything you can think of, and we jokingly talked about like yeah, there's like Russell Crowe Winamp skins just just as like a bit. And then we Googled Russell Crowe Winamp skin, and there's a website called Russamp. <laughs> wow. Awful Russell Crowe Winamp well, there's Not just a skin, but a website <laughs> devoted to the art form. Winamp skin. Sorry to anybody younger than 30 and older than 45. Our culture was erased. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we've it's made it. Pre-cloud culture, post-internet, pre-cloud. That's mm-hmm. it. It's all gone. That natives, baby. All gone, baby. That's <laughs> us. We've made it to the top ten. Oh boy, this might be a little tricky, but again, you got me in a chow, so anything is possible. Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, all night, Sunday, Central. Follow me now. Oh, the Weezer heads are kind of silent. <laughs> wow, I wonder why. <laughs> oh, you can tell who this is. Hold on. Oh, Big, Big Bong? That's not got? Talib Kweli. It is. Is it? But the name of the group is is uh it's not the roots it's not the roots um uh uh what they had a comeback album recently they had one pretty big album uh it's not n-e-r-d is it no no they're um, we've we've exhausted we've all been, the, the but, black well, fans who was rapping because that was not talib quali uh, rapping uh, uh, uh not black alicious but Oh, similar. Yeah, uh, Fergalicious. Uh, um, uh, Jurassic Five. No, no that no. was our. That was <laughs> wow. I really veered away no, from Blackalicious. No, I know, but I, um, <coughs> the roots. It's not the roots, and it's not Blackalicious. And was it, there, who, was it most deaf? Was the other guy in the mm-hmm. group? Mm-hmm. Most Def and Talib Kweli, and the album. It was the name of the album from '98. Is, is Most Def and Talib Kweli are. Black Star. Black Star. Black Star. That's right. When I said Black Delicious, I was like, oh. oh and I, had song, so many, wow. I had so many parts. <laughs> that song is called Definition. Uh, I rank them kind of high just because I feel like they were, that was like the breakout for both those guys and uh, kind of an important alt, alt hip hop moment. And then they ended up having this really good uh, comeback album like uh, just a few years ago. Black Star. Black Star. It's like half a point. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the word black was in it. It feels like it was put on yeah. just to other, make us squirm yeah. and look. Yeah, sure. Look Why well, not? We'll be we'll be back in business <laughs> as before you know it. No, I mean, uh, I just was like, I know the sound of that man's voice. Quilly, yeah. I know who that is. Right. Um, All right. So. Shall we get back in business, <laughs> please? Bing bong train! Yeah. Oh my God! I'm why? It took anybody. I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, I, I mean, was like, you need to get to the second. Not, not me. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, uh, "Drops uh, of Jupiter," uh, of course, from Train, uh, and that song is from 2001. But their debut self-titled album was 1998. That was with Meet Virginia. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
as much as they are a joke, they uh, were a very, very popular band for a very long time. Just songs um, about like Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Just they were really doing them in the 90s and the 2000s. One, one weird thing about Train is I think like Howard Stern is like a huge Train fan and has Pat Monahan on like a lot to perform. That's wild. Like wow. he always calls like a performance of Calling All Angels one of his like favorite in studio performances. And that is like, strange. I thought you like had good taste. Nope. Uh, <laughs> but Pat Monahan also inducted Journey. Wait, the guy not long ago. I did Fartman. Yeah, the guy did Fartman. <laughs> <laughs> good taste. Whack Pack creator. Odd. <laughs> How odd. All right. Uh, shall we get to yeah, I number eight? Here. Oh, oh, that was Nate. Uh, Death Camp for Cutie. Very good. Sorry, I, okay. I feel like it's it hurts okay. Connor it not hurts. to get that one. No, no, yeah, no. I got Phantom Planet. You can get Death <laughs> okay, Camp. all right. Yeah. Thank you. That was uh, Soul Meets Body <laughs> from 2005, but their debut uh, album from 1998. If you guys are as big uh, fans as you say, we have the facts for voting yes. No. Um, well, it's uh, you can play these songs with chords. Was their first release, but it was self-released. And so that might have been. So what I have oh, is. Did you disprove Joe? <laughs> is uh, something about airplanes? Oh, something about airplanes. Yes, yes. Yeah, from '98. Death uh, Cab, a band that's uh, they they feel due at some point. It might happen. Yeah. You know, we're no. starting to get to like it could happen. Not a chance. You guys are shaking Death your heads. Hey, Everclear covered. I will follow home. you into the dark. Exactly. So. And Everclear has really a good. much better chance of getting it. Here's, the, the, th- here's the thing about Cutie, Death Cab, and, and I'm telling you for free. And its <laughs> legacy is that like, how many nights at the Bowl did they sell out? It was like three, three, three nights. Like yeah. that's like I think a huge mark in their favor in terms of like what their legacy <laughs> and influence will yeah. be. Now that was Death Cab and Postal, Postal Service. Service. Yes. And I feel like individually they might not have sold the Bowl out three nights in a row but the fact that it was it was fine. both. Like, yeah. But, you know, they're still pretty omnipresent on the radio like they, they have a really good discography that I think is underappreciated by a lot yeah. of people that only see them as like an OC band. But <laughs> ultimately their name is embarrassing. Yeah, the to name say. ruins it. <laughs> sure, that's gonna knock them down yeah. a little bit. It made me not listen to them for a long time. Yeah. Alright. Number seven. Bing bong! What do you got, Kristen? Wait, that's is that Christina Aguilera? That's Christina Aguilera. Number seven though? I was like, I I just would put her higher. You you put her higher. I see. Well, yeah. you don't know who's coming. That is true. You don't know okay. who's coming. I mean, Christina Aguilera. It's it's that thing of also like, great singer, industry loves her, but like she's also from an era that like critics did not yeah. love and like is not considered artistically to be super viable. So she kind of, in my opinion, exists certainly in the top ten. But like, where do you put Christina Aguilera? Uh, in terms of the rock hall, like I again, we're in we're in we're in the it could happen mm. McWorld it could happen. Uh, <laughs> part of the list. <laughs> I mean, she was even back then as kids. It was like, oh, she's the one that can sing the best. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she's she, got the chops. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was Genie in a Bottle. If anybody couldn't recognize it from 1999, but her 1998 first single was off the Mulan soundtrack, it was Reflection. Reflection. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> And I remember that was a, a little story on the news locally because Christina, Christina Aguilera was from Pittsburgh. Oh. Um, I thought you were going to refer to the Disney movie surfers as news. <laughs> no. <laughs> For some reason, a 
Pittsburgh musician <laughs> scoring Mulan. <laughs> Why does seven? Uh, that was seven. Yeah, Christina and Christina Aguilera. You know, we saw her do the one of the Tina Turner. She did uh, River Deep Mountain High when Tina Turner was inducted. So like, Hall's got her number. They like her. She still got the pipes. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. All right, number six. Bing bong. What is it, Connor? System of a down, baby. Yeah, system of a down. That is Chop Suey from oh, 2001. That, <laughs> uh, that album is so fucking good. The first words he said good. were sentimental suicide. I, I just couldn't hear them. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, that song uh, is now... I loved doing that at karaoke like six years ago, and now everyone does it at it's karaoke, a little, little and too much. it's annoying. And, yeah. Hey, is uh, this anything... Wake up! Wake me up! <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh. I think it might be. All right. We gotta get the I rock call on the phone. I, I think this might actually be the only place that that is something, but it is yes. something okay. here. Yeah. Uh, ex- so, yeah. Excellent work. Thank you. <laughs> Suicide inside. Yeah, yeah we got it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, but their their debut self titled album was released in 1998. The single Sugar. Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you want to know something kind of fun? Please. I, so does that does anyone use the website rateyourmusic.com? Uh, I've been yes. on it, but it, it's my favorite this? website on the internet. It's like it's very dorky. Is it letterboxed um, for uh, basically? Music? Yeah, letterboxed for music, and it's for a while it was just a lot of like older men on it, mm-hmm. like mostly, and then the younger people would start to join. Okay, and like you like know, the rate like hip-hop albums high and these old guys would get like pissed and like mm-hmm. they'd be like we, they gotta change the algorithm this so these exactly these like hip-hop the albums stop getting into the, mm-hmm. <laughs> into the and anyway but now they were like they've been completely overtaken by young people and now like system of a down there is this, this discussion on the message board where all the system of a down albums are very highly rated and there was some guy just posting like like this band shouldn't be highly rated they're a joke and it's like no they're a good band but like they were pop culture used to be to hate what's popular right and now mm-hmm. like there's been a reckoning of like oh things that were popular back then were actually good and now they're getting yeah like limp biscuit critically. yeah I know. yeah <laughs> we, can, uh, we can argue that some of west borland's guitar work is is just top notch so. <laughs> do we lump system of a down in with new metal probably uh, right I mean, we do i i, I, yeah, I think they're like m- a not, technically they not are. yeah yeah but but like, if we are, then they're kind of like the top of the heap. Yes, I'd I would say they're, they're cut above a lot of that right. stuff. Um, oh, come on, justice for POD. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I, yeah, I could, I could see it. System of Down, uh, down the line, not this year. I mean, they didn't make the ballot last year. Again, these are uh, they're, they're pretty controversial even to this day. Yeah. That it yeah. might be tough to get them. Though I guess with Rage that you know, they you they and see. they interviewed Surge for the package for Rage oh. uh, for their induction last year. So you know, it's kind of that's the lineage. So they're yeah. in. They got the connections. They've got this. Someone's got Surge's number. Another wake up, wake me up inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right, top five. You guys ready for the top five? I don't know. I'm man. gonna I'm gonna beef all of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're starting to lose confidence as it, as it becomes now it's like, like now, now it's, now it's yeah. scarier because it's it's going to be instantaneous or not. Yeah. Bing Bing bong. Bong. Kristen. Thank you. That's Britney Spears. That is Britney Spears. Oh. Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to put her above Christina. Decided to throw System of a Down in there as a little sandwich. <laughs> kind of up. like uh, Carson Daly with Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, obviously this baby one more time, uh, which was 1998. It's her first release, her first single. 
Um, yeah, Brittany, obviously, over Brittany's the years, back, bitch. has yeah. the, you know, her esteem has, has only grown and her credibility. It's still like, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, I don't know. May, not yet, not yeah, now. I, I feel like they don't want to touch it right now. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to be hard to ignore, um, you know. She's writing her new album with Charlie XCX. That was, that was debunked. Oh, it was. Oh. She, she personally debunked that she's putting out music. <laughs> okay. Though that was, Charlie it, writing Britney music sounds awesome. In yeah. her book, which I listened to the audio book of, which I recommend because Michelle Williams is really putting in work and it's great. <laughs> also, shout out to her ghostwriter because her ghostwriter wrote a book that makes you think she could have written it. Like, oh, wow. Like That's a finesse. It is, a, like. it is truly incredible because it's very straightforward it includes some things about how she really truly believes that she's like aging backwards and that she's like she i got benjamin button (laughs) y'all she literally talks about that she's like she says i feel sometimes like i have that benjamin button disease wow like i mean it's amazing (laughs) it is y'all ever seen age of adeline (laughs) and it is so it and also like what they did to her was horrible and it really but it's so funny she skims over it's like the opposite of what everyone's saying about the barbara streisand book and it's like she just skims over she's like yeah so i made my first three albums and it's like then blah like she, she, just, she just like goes right over gloss well and i met this producer and then next thing you know i'm in sweden and then i'm back i'm doing mall tours and next thing you know i'm making circus my third you're just like what <laughs> hey now, she oh. just glosses right over it all but then she spends quite a bit of time the video of on her places you're in not the bikini ready. swinging knives around yeah is like I feel like that represents a moment in culture, but we're not going to know what it is <laughs> for like another <laughs> 10 years. Like, she, like we're going to look back and be like, oh, that's that, it. Yeah. That when it started. She addresses that they, she addresses the um, all denim outfits that she and Justin wore to. So she, she, she addresses she, the important stuff. And she goes, <laughs> dance off. well, let me tell you what she says. She goes, we were just having fun. We thought it was funny. I'm from the South, y'all. <laughs> she literally says, I'm from the South, y'all, where it's real fun to dress up and dress like your partner. That's how you show love. How like, much? Uh, it's great. How much of the book is about her first husband jason, jason alexander. alexander there is a she does reference she does talk about she's like oh and everybody came to las vegas and they were all just so mad at me <laughs> like i had committed some kind of crime like it is great i recommend it i recommend it i recommend yeah. it. wow it's inter- interesting and i recommend her for the hall as well where her legacy will go because i feel like during like the free britney stuff people were getting really high on like Britney's actually a genius who was in charge of everything she ever did, and she's a mastermind. She's Prince or something. And I think now, like how me and Connor talk about Weezer. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Rivers planned Ratitude to be bad. And then over time, you know, I think people are kind of settling down to be like, you know, you can't. She had nothing to do with like that first album or like the first few beyond singing and like doing a good job and having yeah. yeah having star power, but like to act like she was sixteen right. and like sitting down <laughs> like a taskmaster like Max, yeah. it, that's not it, good it, enough. It's <laughs> not like Lord of like writing songs when you're yeah. Or so 16. it's it's you know I, she has a place. It's just. We were getting Her places a, we, in the hall. <laughs> Give me a fucking hit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she she was so great. I and also at the she addresses her Instagram stuff at the thing, and she's literally same to. I'm just having fun. That's where I can just be myself, unfiltered. Share share a part of myself oh with the fans. <laughs> I'm just like, have a good time, girl. Well, I'm putting her at number five. Love to see it. Okay, there are good four more. Uh, Brittany's at five. I don't. I can't even. Yeah, <laughs> the Beatles right. gonna be next. <laughs> 
All right, number four. Ping pong. What do you got, Kristen? That is uh, a t- t- that's Justin Timberlake. Nope. That's Timberland. I, it's get- Timberland with featuring Justin Timberlake and uh, Nelly Furtado. That's not that song. <laughs> um, but it's Timberland. It's Timberland. It you is. You seem so confident. I'm sorry. Do we it's give a, Timberland. Do we give a point give for me that? a point. It's Timberland. Uh, keep playing it. <laughs> That song is called The Way I Are. The Way I Are. It's credited to Timbaland. The features are DOE and Carrie Hilson. Oh, Carrie Hilson does the voice on Interesting. that. Interesting. Sorry, so, I was thinking of... So it is Timbaland? It is Timbaland. Okay. Guys, what do we think? Do we give Kristen a point for that? Uh, she I did mean, say Justin. She I'm said sorry. it's Justin Timberlake, Could and that was wrong. That was wrong. No, it was wrong. Just take my point. Take my point away. It's fine. I don't need it. If do I, I need get it? my half point... For, for Blackalicious. Blackalicious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that song's from 2007. Obviously, Timbaland had a long production history before that. Uh, this is his debut as a, a I don't know why I was so worried someone else was going to get in there yeah. before me. Yeah. I, I yeah. was like, who, I got you with? I really got to make this happen. Um, but his <laughs> next part, he said, Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of strange remix. But uh, yeah, his, his first release uh, as a solo artist was... Uh, Tim's bio colon from the motion picture life from debasement. Nope. Ooh, uh, yeah, and I, there was not a motion picture, uh, but uh, yeah, 1998 was his first release as a solo artist. I think Timbaland will certainly get in. The thing is, he will get in on a, in a side category as right. a producer, yeah, because he's obviously one of the most accomplished producers. Um, and he'll get in as musical excellence, which will cover the production career, songwriting, That's exactly how it should be. Uh, solo artist. Who's but, the like, last producer that got something like that? Um, they inducted Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis okay, like yeah. uh, two years ago. You know. I hope they show that. What was the first uh, name you said? From Jimmy Jam. Jimmy, Jimmy Jam, Jam and Terry Jimmy Lewis. Jam? Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were the guys like who produced Janet Jackson's like almost oh, an, almost okay. her entire discography. They, they did the Human League album that like ruined their career. Oh wow! The, the song Jam. Human, but it Human gave them Jam. a number one hit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're and they've Mary J. Blige and Usher, and they just uh, have a long and, and storied career. Um, but yeah, Timbaland, I'm putting it at number four. I hope that they include that clip from the Black Album documentary. Yes, Fade to Black. Uh, from, yeah, where... When he's presenting Jay-Z, Dirt Off Your Shoulder. It's and the he's best chugging, clip. He, the, a he's gallon of a, juice. A, just a <laughs> gallon of juice, kind of dancing like a seal. Yeah. It's such... I I watch that clip it's annually. Joy. It's wonderful. Interesting. Timbaland above death cab for cutie that's <laughs> <laughs> odd maybe they collab yeah maybe is it's... tim lynn on the bulworth soundtrack <laughs> so i'm really not getting a point for that i knew it was can tim we lynn. give the point give to her, daniel give her a point yeah. you said don't give me a point i don't need it no, no i said unless i do <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how Followed it shakes it out at yeah. the end. unless yeah, i do sure. we'll see how yeah, it shakes out there's at a the tiebreaker all right. yeah all right number three <laughs> big bong. bong Ooh, connor came in first lauren hill that is lauren hill that's like, I mean, just see. Now I relaxed because yeah. they were you, going you nowhere you on Timbaland. But yeah, I know. Um, I mean, that was. I mean, that's an album that was truly universal when it. Yeah. Came out. And of course, oh, I should have said what Paul McCartney said on the VMAs when it won Best Video. Some guy named Lawrence Hill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy! I get. I still don't know if that was a joke or he was really already that. Hard to tell. Um, that is, of course, doo-wop. 
in parentheses, that thing. That thing. Off of a uh, release from 1998, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, which what is like one of the biggest album. albums of all time, seems to only grow in its uh, accolades. Is, is it the album that, like, the biggest album to hang over someone's career? Like, it was so monstrous she could never follow it up. Yeah. Like, it's... That's an interesting conversation. That's certainly the a big one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. You know, because she had that unplugged. That's like kind of unlistenable. And uh, yeah, she just uh, that was kind of it. But it's almost like, a, and this isn't this is a strange comparison, but like the Sex Pistols, they just had the one album, right. but it was mm-hmm. gigantic and huge and like groundbreaking, and that was a, that was enough to kind of cement the legacy. Yeah, I think she'll get in. Now, just as a reminder, she'll get nominated (laughs) at least. I think she'll get nominated, and then I think when she does, she'll get in. But she didn't get nominated last year. Mm -hmm. But they only nominated the White Stripes of Mm -hmm. of nineteen ninety eight. That's it. That's true. But I'm just saying, I would have maybe maybe if they hadn't, you know, combined the classes, maybe she would have been. I just feel like she is uh, certainly a hall worthy for sure artist. All right, we have two more. It's not a two more. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't even think I can catch up at this point. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Bing bong. It's White Connor. stripes. Damn it. Wait, Kristen you, had just said I, what, I thought you weren't going to put them in there no, again. I mean, they, uh, have to, they have to be in there. Okay, um, fine. And I'm not putting that at, at them at number one, even though they were the only one to make the ballot last year. Okay. Um, that's Seven Nation Army from 2003, but they had a single in 1998, Let's Shake Hands. Um yeah, they're going to get in, but they, they, didn't, to, they yeah. didn't make it last year. So That's it's like so weird. they made the Rage ballot, did. but they didn't get voted in. The Rock Hall can only have like, you can have Dave Grohl and Brandy Carlisle, but you can't have Jack. Like you can only have two of the three omnipresent rockers yeah. at like every ceremony. Yeah, it really just seems because he's so beloved by everybody. Yeah. It seemed like a, like a shoe in but no. Um, sometimes the new artists on the ballot struggle just because it doesn't seem like it's their turn. Uh, and if they're not like... Out there, shaking hands, kissing babies like Dave Grohl. It's, yeah. it's not interviewing on literally every single music documentary. Yeah, yeah. I think after uh, his performance in Killers of the Flower Moon, I think there's buzz. They're there's buzz. There will be he's, buzz. He's really good. In that. Killers of the Flower <laughs> the Moon. The very end. Yeah. That's wow. You haven't seen it. I mean, is that in Killers of the Flower Moon? He plays an actor and he's doing multiple voices and characters. Yes. I'm like, wait, to play an actor in a movie, you hired a music. It's one thing that. <laughs> Just have a put a musician in a movie, which but you, they do a lot of them in that yeah, movie. Be in the movie and be playing an actor who has to play characters. I mean, <laughs> the fuck is going on in this world? Jason Isbell has more screen time and lines than John Lithgow. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a crazy movie. But casting that I think works ultimately. Oh yeah, for sure. There's one name left. Oh boy. I'm putting them at number one because I kind of think they will get in before the White Stripes, even though they did not make the ballot last year. Bing bong. Bing That's bong. Coldplay. That's Coldplay. Fuck. I really think Coldplay's likely to get in. Yeah, they, that feels this like year. A, a lock. It felt weird that they didn't get nominated and go mm-hmm. right in last year. As soon as they're on the ballot, they're going to get in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it. They're one of the biggest bands. It almost seems like if you're a rock band that played the Super Bowl, you're probably going to be yeah in as fast as as it's weird that snow patrol got in but hopefully has it <laughs> it is very strange I know. Snow, snow patrol, patrol and travis both got travis <laughs> travis got it twice wow. <laughs> um but yeah clocks is from 2003 but their first release was an ep in 1998 called safety 
I wonder how like the new Coldplay albums sound. Like I, some singles will pop up and I'll like them. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're kind of like not a you know guilty pleasure is a dumb thing, but like they're not a band I really like. But sometimes a single like pop up and I'm like pretty into it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I they get a bad rap. Yeah, and I think it's unfair. They're treated sometimes like the way people will treat like Nickelback, where it's like yes. they are not that. They are like no, they have yeah. a lot but more depth. They are kind of music for boring people, and like that is like the most boring person you know. Their favorite band is Coldplay. Like sure, it's not. It's not that they are a bad band. Daniel, are they your favorite band? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking very... But, like, it is not that they're a bad band. It's, like, almost that they are... They're, like, very good for something that's as popular as... It. It's, like, they... There is something about the type of music that they make, I think, that it just... It attracts just, like... It feels like working in an office, you know? Sure. I... Like I, I was pretty into like their first few albums. Mm-hmm. And, like every now and then, Russia Blood is pretty. pretty yeah, there's pretty that's good. an album that was on the 500 list yeah. done for Rolling Stone. You know, and the, the song but, Clocks is a great yeah, song. Great. Yeah. But they have a again, lot of great songs. Just, but, and that, but that's why I think it's so unfair because it's yeah. a judging based on the fan base, and then it has become that they suck when in reality it's it's something else. Like what you were saying, it's like the so this, vibe. The thing is, have with Coldplay lately is like like when you get so huge, you can't just make like you know, four piece rock songs anymore. Mm-hmm. Like like they're making these like massively mm-hmm. produced like yeah. songs and albums and and I'm not crazy about those where I'm just like they they might the songs underneath might be good, but there's just like too much like they they almost sound like too inhuman in a way. And then a few years ago they put out like they put out like a double album that was like kind of them getting back to their roots. I forget the name of it. But it was pretty good. It was just like it was mostly just like, you know, live instruments and it just didn't even make a blip. Like there were no real singles. And then their next one was just like, like a techno album. Basically, <laughs> it's like well, it's like you two. Like there are two bands that need to be the biggest band in the world. Yeah, every single release and the diminishing returns with each one as they get older. It's like you can't. You're no. You're not going to be. 2008 Coldplay ever again. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. going to keep trying. And it's like every so often there's good stuff. But yeah, it's. It's it's I guess we it is a band that we don't listen to as much right. Yeah. But also I th- thinking about that though they I, I the other side of what you just said Nate is I do think it's a band that continues to like evolve. Yeah, right. They sure. aren't just doing the same album over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, which I I think is a point in their favor. Like I think it's they are trying to do different things and experiment uh, in a way that their reputation does not line up with. Hmm. So I, I'm. Oddly, a Coldplay defender. No, I, I, and I, 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 I would. It Coldplay. makes perfect sense to me that them getting in. And I, yeah. I get yeah, the I sense I'll be defending in. Coldplay I, yeah, for I the next like, few months <laughs> when they make the I ballot. I don't care about Coldplay again. I like uh, the vibes are wrong for me, but I also don't like loathe them. But I, I do. I've certainly bought into the. And sometimes Narrative. it's people like, well, they're not critically acclaimed. And it's like, I don't think that's true. It's not true. I don't David think that's... Frick's giving them five stars every <laughs> yeah. time. I just re- yeah, so anyway, uh, to review, we heard 
Afro Man, <laughs> American Football, and you'll know us by the Trail of the Dead, Orgy, Hoobastank, Praz, The Rapture, Camera Obscura, Phantom Planet, New Radicals, Old Crow Medicine Show, Bonnie Prince Billy, Rufus Wainwright, Against Me, Evanescence, Metric, Rob Zombie, Manu Chow, Black Star, Train, Death Cab for Cutie, Christina Aguilera, System of a Down, Britney Spears, Timbaland, Lauren Hill, White Stripes, and Coldplay. That is from least likely to most likely for what ended up being part of the class last year that became eligible, 1998-2023. But we're covering for lost time. Nate, you had five points. Oof, humiliating. Kristen, you had nine. Tiebreaker wouldn't have mattered. Connor had 11. Yes. Wow. If I had gotten pros, I wish I could have remembered pros. If I could remember the phrase bing bong, I'd have smoked (laughs) the both of you. Um, well, that's it. Thank you guys so much for participating in this game. It's one of the most fun things we do each year. Fun. Joe, before Thank we you. go, just because you have two of the biggest Weezer fans here, what are the odds of our boys making it? Oh, I would yeah. say they have an outside shot at the ballot this year. I wouldn't bet on it, but it's going to happen soon. I think eventually they're, they will get They're knocking off the it. 90s artists kind of one by yeah. one. Okay. Oh, there you go, knocking off the 90s. Mm. We've swept out the 60s. Eked out the 80s. Raped out the 70s. Eked out the 80s. We're not knocking out the 90s But we're really now. not quite there yet because it's not, still like... They're not I knocking like, them I feel out. like Weezer will get in eventually. Yes, they will. Because they had like... Too big to fail. Yeah. Monumental album, Mm -hmm. a couple massive, massive singles, and then like still oddly relevant today. Yes. They still show up. They sell out tours. I mean, what... The 2020 ceremony. They insist on continuing to make music. The Rock Hall is... We could tell you about the 20 great Weezer songs from the last 10 years. (laughs) They had to... Obviously, they canceled the 2020 Rock Hall ceremony from April or May because of uh, COVID. But they were going to open the ceremony with Weezer doing a medley of all the artists that were were inducted that year with different guests cycling in and out like... Billy uh, Idol was so going to yeah. come they're, out for like a T Rex song. They're and, tapped like, in. They're tapped. So yeah. they're tapped in. Yeah. They're totally mm-hmm. tapped in. Um, My well, boys will get in. Yeah. They'll, uh, they'll get our, in. Uh, yeah. Hey, wow, that's sweet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Do, um, we, do we go to the ceremony that yes, year? Do we I, join I, Joe? I, I yeah, we totally should. You totally should. Wherever it is. Maybe you'll get lucky and it'll be here because they rotate Los Angeles into the circuit now. Um, Beverly Hills, that's where I want it to be. <laughs> wow. Uh, and on that, Nate Fernald, thank you for joining us. Anything you want to plug? Um, I Definitely that tweet I mentioned earlier. Yes. For sure. Um, Look speaking up of the music, I have Ray a band Nelson. called band. Crub. Crub. Ooh, okay. Check out Crub. Gotta check there out There are Crub. now three Crubs that exist online. What? Yeah. C-R-U-B? C-R-U-B. Okay. One is a, a Thai band from the 90s whose name translates to Crub. It'll be obvious that's not us. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> I guess phonetically, right? <laughs> yeah. And then one is um, some random dude who just started uploading music under the name Crub that's like elevator music. Okay. And then there's and then there's the third one and that's that's my band. Great. So uh discount the other two when you hear them. Yep. Yep. Uh awesome. Yeah. Well yeah, listen to Crub. Connor, anything you want to plug? Uh my last two bands that I've repped on this podcast, I like to plug the twenty sixteen Weezer White album, which is Great uh, album. uh maybe their best. And also last year the Here Foo Fighters Post Taylor Hawkins' death, put out a wonderful album called "But Here We Are." Or I believe also, that's what it's called. Also, the cover is this white. It's white. It's also damn. White. 
but uh, no, it's that, all, Connor's writing down on a piece of paper white power. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think if uh, it might be their strongest Foo Fighters album in a long time, and I, I think uh, so, I'm plugging that on behalf. Weird of the Foo's. They need it. They need it. Thank you for doing the, the right. doing the work. Anything. Buy, for be Pat sure Smear. to buy it on Bandcamp rather than streaming yes. it on Bandcamp Spotify. Yes, so the labels are getting put on Bandcamp. Kristen, get out of here. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Clark, thank you for helping us record. Anything you would like to say or plug? Listen to Joe's album, Funny Songs and Sketches. Thank you. We worked really hard on yeah, it. Yeah, and watch all the videos, too. And we, Daniel did a great job directing the videos. And even though it's past Christmas time, give that give that Christmas uh, music yeah. video the, a spin. Watch, Kristen's in it. Kristen's, Kristen's in, in it. Uh, Greg's Christmas Party. Yeah. That's correct. Daniel directed it. Uh, and then more video music videos to come. So keep your eye out for that. Kristen, anything? Okay, well, that's it for us. Thank you to Michael Lloyd for the logo. You should for the music. Thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? How about the Rock Hall? Yeah, no, bad. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.